So I was reading a book by Kendra Hall recently called Choose Your Story, Change Your Life. Choose Your Story, Change Your Life. And something that really stuck out to me was this idea she explains that the stories we tell ourselves set the trajectory for our future. The stories we tell ourselves set the trajectory for our future. What a truth bomb. I personally couldn't agree more, but if you need a little more convincing, honestly, just go get the book. (laughs) It will not disappoint. Um, But basically, you know, when we tell ourselves the stories of that one time when we fell short and the stories that make us believe that we aren't good enough, we either won't go for all the opportunities life throws our way or we will go for them, but not with all the courage and the confidence they deserve. So today we're going to ask ourselves the important question, where are your good stories? Because whether we relate this to the leadership development part of our lives or any fitness and nutrition goals we have, because remember, we mostly talk about leadership on this podcast, but we do weave in some wellness as well. No matter which category, it's super important that the stories between our two ears are lending themselves towards a really positive trajectory. Welcome to today's episode of the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast, where we offer bite-sized lessons and steps that you can implement as a part of your journey towards becoming the very best that you can be. This is your podcast host, Brigitte Bornstein, and just so you know, for planning purposes, we release a new episode the first and third Tuesday of every month with some amazing guests. Thank you so much for joining me for today's discussion. I hope you'll return my handshake to you. You can do that through becoming a part of this community on Instagram, my website, bestyoucanbe.com, or by subscribing and leaving helpful comments. So the part that specifically stuck out to me in Kendra Hall's book was in a section titled, Your Stories Will Lead You Toward or Away From Your Destination. Let that sink in. Your stories will lead you toward or away from your destination. There have actually been some psychological experiments to try and show this in a more concrete black and white way, but basically it's the idea that the things we believe about ourselves, some of which are true and some of which can be completely false and harmful. I know you know exactly what I'm talking about because a lot of us struggle with this. Basically, it's the idea that what we believe about ourselves has massive, massive impact on the decisions we make and the doors we choose to walk through in life. So in essence, the things we tell ourselves continually set the trajectory in an ongoing way for our future, just one story at a time. It's kind of a, you know, easy example. If we believe we can work hard enough to make the team, we'll try out for it. If we believe we are a failure and we repeat stories to ourselves of the times we fall short, ignoring the times we succeeded at something, if we believe we are a failure, we won't even entertain the idea of trying out for the team. 
that's just a pretty basic example, but we can quickly see how this has just massive implications on how we choose to spend our time in school, what we do with our free time, uh, how we walk into a room full of people we don't know. It has massive implications on our career decisions, our choice of friendships, and potentially even our choice of, of partner and spouse. I would even go as far to say that. So the stories we tell ourselves, they can kind of keep us away from things, but they can also keep us stuck. Uh, like this one just... I can relate to this one. Um, I would say, you know, that's stories of past mistakes. They can keep you from being courageous enough to try something or put yourself out there for opportunity to come and sweep you off your feet in an amazing direction. They're stories of I don't measure up or I wasn't good enough at this or I always mess this up. Um, things like no one ever listens to me. Just the list goes on and on and on and these these are all thought loops that you can get caught on and then just tripped up almost and then you can just be stuck there and completely unable to make any forward motion so what i'd like to propose today is a tactic i have personally really benefited from and learned very very much from kendra hall but it's also been echoed by others who I really enjoy learning from as well. Um, and that is to search for your good stories. To search for your good stories. So biologically, we are wired to pay attention to the negative things more. And I think once I understood this, a lot of things clicked and came into to a better perspective for me. But we are wired to pay attention to the negative things that our mind, you know, throws our way more than the positive things. And it makes sense if you really think about it, because something negative or something traumatic happens and it can stick with us as a reminder for in the future down the road to avoid something dangerous or harmful in some way, shape, or form. And we also encode a lot of our memory according to the feelings we felt during the experience. So that explains, um, just I'll give you a, an example, that explains why I was so stressed out during college that much of those four years to me is very blurry. It's, it's all my memory of, of four years of college. A lot of it is very blurry um, and I struggle to, to recall things just because of the amount of stress I was under. Or you'll hear about things um, like people who have undergone just a tragic loss in their life, right? Like that feeling of just overwhelming sadness uh, about losing a loved one or something, that overtakes their memory and so they will not really be able to remember very much about a significant portion of, of time surrounding um, that event or that tragedy or whatever it is. So if we know and understand we are hardwired to remember the negative things more then it makes sense to expect we might have to do a little bit of heavy lifting to boost the positive memories and put them on the front and center platform they deserve in our minds. And then that's where we really get a lot of benefit. Um, and I want to talk about some some ways to do that. I'm just going to go through a list that I came up with. Um, some things I do, some things I don't. You know, find what works for you, right? Um, but first, journal. Um, I know some people are very anti-journal, some people are pro-journal. For some reason, it's like a really, you're either, you either are or you aren't, which I think is really funny, but um, a positive aspect to journaling, and I'm not saying 
you know, you don't have to journal for like an hour every day. It can just be a quick little snippet. Um, so something I'm doing right now, and this is something Drew has actually been doing for a really long time, and I saw it benefit him, but he writes down three things he's grateful for every single morning. And I picked that habit up and I really enjoy it. And so it's kind of a way to do a gratitude exercise and journal at the same time because you can look back and you, you can see in the past what you were thankful for. And that also kind of just records events for you. But, um, but journaling just gives you something to look back on especially if you're journaling the good things and not just when you're feeling really sad and need somewhere to write about it. Um, Just a quick daily jot down does the trick. And um, my favorite, my favorite thing to do is to go back and circle the prayers that were answered. That is also a very, very rewarding um, exercise, but you don't have any prayers to go back and circle the ones that are, you know, answered or the little God winks you had unless you write them down in the first place. So journaling, um, old pictures. So I know everything is digital now, but old pictures are super cheap to print out. Just like grab a box, get real photos and just keep them in a little memory box or something. You don't even have to make a whole photo album. Um, And that way you can just kind of take a walk down memory lane because pictures that you print out and you're physically taking the time to look through as opposed to just quickly scrolling through them, seeing the pictures will jog up events for you and it'll take some of the work out of trying to remember the good things for a little bit just because you're able to see Or, you know, yes, this is digital, but even the archives section of your social media, like Instagram story archives, I feel like that just captures little itty bitty moments, like the time you took a picture of a beautiful flower and put that in your stories, or the time you had a coffee date and put that in your stories, you know, not necessarily a curated post. It's just your story archives. I feel like that has a lot of, a lot of great memories too. Um, Something else you can do is ask people. So you can ask people you went to school with or something to catch up. And then more likely than not, you will probably get a few remember when moments. You know, some of those might not be so pleasant. Um, Like, oh, remember when you said this mean thing to me? I'm like, okay, I wish I didn't remember that, but thank you. Um, But it might be some positive things. Um, So ask people, spend some time in quiet. This is an important one. Spend some time in quiet with no phone. Um, (laughs) I will say... Yes, I know a phone is super tempting. I'm human. I do it too. But your phone will destroy your attempts to actually have quiet time. um, If you even have it nearby, in my opinion. So time in actual silence is when your brain can thrive creatively and your memory can do the work it needs to in order to remember the positive stories that you can then harness to tell yourself to combat the negative ones. So this one is super, super important. I mean, we just live in a go, go, go society. If you're in your car, you're listening to a podcast. If you are um, going for a walk, you are also simultaneously scrolling through social media. Like it is just constant. So spend some time in quiet without your phone. And then that leads me into the next one. Like just in general, um, get rid of anything that's really a true distraction for you. So social media um, is great. Like I don't want to just bash social media all day because it has some benefits, of course, but it's telling a story to us that we cannot completely control. I understand we can curate our news feeds a little bit depending on who we follow, but for the most part, you 
cannot control it. You can't control the explore page. You can't control what, you know, ads pop up really, like all of that stuff. So if this is a weak area for you right now, no big deal. If most people were honest about it, I would say it's a weak area for most of us. Um, so maybe you don't need those stories right now that are completely out of your control, that are told by an algorithm that just wants you to feel less than. So that is one thing. Just get rid of just distractions, like even if it's just for a little hiatus or something. Something else you can do is, and this one's pretty action-oriented, is tell yourself stories so they stick with you. Um, and that's actually another Kendra Hall book is called Stories That Stick. Great book, but tell yourself stories that stick with you. So maybe that's a sticky note on your mirror when you're getting ready or a note you consistently add to on your phone. You know, you just have that notes app full of, you know, when you're going about your day and something positive happens, you jot it down. Or when you remember something positive about you or an event that you want to remember that really just makes you feel like, oh, I did something great here write it down. Um, you can you can fill something in reminder form. So that way you have something concrete and in reminder form that holds all the good about you because I know there's a ton, right? There's a ton of amazing things about you and amazing things you've done. You just have to get it in a place where you can tell your brain when it tells you that you don't have those things. You can tell, ah, no, brain, I actually do have a lot of these things. Here you go. Um, and then very similar to this one is to tell yourself the truths about you. So tell yourself the positive stories about you and experiences and memories, but also just the truths about you. And this one's a hard one because I think our minds can play tricks on us and they can say, well, no, you're not. Like you, you know, you did this. Like you're not this. That's not true. But like at the end of the day, you know what's true about you. You know you know the positive things. You just have to really fight fight through the negativity sometimes and fight that little um, battle going on in your mind between, you know, the nice voice and the not-so-nice voice. Um, but tell yourself, even out loud if you need to, okay? I have done this. <laughs> even out loud, say the things that are true about you. I didn't put this list in any sort of importance order, but um, this one is probably the most important. Probably should have said this one first pray about it. I would say consistently ask God to help you remember the good stories and then follow it up with some sort of action like the things on this list that we're talking about. Um, but I say um, prayer is a very central aspect to this because um, God created you. He created your amazing mind. And um, I think it's really beautiful to to invite the Lord into this healing journey for you to come out stronger on the other end. Something that very much lends itself to just my personality type is um, to learn more about how your brain works. I think if you understand why your brain magnifies the negativity in your life, it'll be easier and it'll come more naturally to you when you do the work to amplify the good things. And I would even go as far to say dive into some nutrition to learn about how your mind works and how your mental state can be affected by certain foods that you eat, um, specifically maybe sugar, right? And then you have a sugar crash and then you're really tired and then you start to feel really down on yourself. So that way, if that does happen and there is a food or maybe you've been traveling a lot or something, you can point to that instead of feeling like 
wait, what's wrong with me? What, why is my brain being so negative? Why can't I control this? You can just point to it very matter-of-factly, black and white, be logical about it and just say, oh, I had this food, this is how this affects my mind, then that's how this affects my mental state and what I'm thinking about myself and how I'm showing up and how the negativity is, is being amplified. So I would say learn more about how your brain works and just dive into some nutrition learning and, and educate yourself. Um, and then I would say also, I know this is a long list, um, I obviously put some thought into this one, um, but work on stopping the pot, work on stopping the negativity in its tracks. Okay, so this is one that's going to have to be preceded by some of these other actions. Um, I don't think this is the one you start out with, but um, just because it takes a, a tremendous amount of discipline. Um, but it's also an entire, this week, we could talk about an entire episode on stopping negativity in its tracks. So I'm just going to leave it at that, at that. But you know, you notice something, you notice that negativity and you just say, stop. Nope. Don't even go there, right? Something else you can do is you can go back to the places where the memories happened. And this might be a pretty touchy one because when it comes to bad memories, this can be almost impossible. So it's with a lot of respect that I want to want to talk about this one. Um, and, and only you know what's best for you, right? But I actually recently did this on a very, very mild scale um, with a quick visit back to where I went to college after a super long time of totally ignoring it. And I'm really grateful I did because I just saw how powerful being back in a place where maybe you remember, for me, it was a lot of stress, a lot of negativity, whatever the case may be, being back in that place, for me, it brought up to, to the surface a lot of positive memories that I completely forgot about. And I had just the privilege of being filled back up with those. So now that place means something totally different for me. Um, and I'm really, really thankful for that. Something else is therapy. Um, a good therapist, ideally, is going to be super skilled at asking the right questions of you to achieve this goal of remembering the good. And they, of course, can help you kind of understand the way your brain works and all of that and kind of give you some tools to, um, to fight that. But this list, by the way, I know it was so long. It is on the blog if you want to reference it later. So I really... Hope this serves you and encourages you in some way to not let yourself be weighed down by your brain just trying to do its protective job and nag us with negativity, you know, but instead I hope we can kind of take the reins back, tell our brains to calm down, tell our minds to calm down and just really focus on all the good you have to offer the world. And then from there, just seeing how those new positive stories can set you up for the good your future holds for you as well. So that's a wrap on that topic for today. Focus this next week or so on finding your good stories. I know they're there. I know you're amazing. Um, and as always, thank you so much for being here. And thank you for pouring into your leadership development because our world needs more leadership and we definitely need yours. Thanks so much for joining me on the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast. If you are as excited as I am about diving into our potential and stepping into the very best versions of ourselves, then follow me on Instagram at bestyoucanbe and don't be afraid to send me a message. 
You can also visit bestyoucanbe.com and fill out a contact me form. I can't wait to meet you. In this episode, I've stuck my hand out to introduce myself to you, but go ahead and do the same for me. Tell me who you are, what your story is, and what you would like to see most in lessons to apply to your leadership experiences. Until next episode, keep going, keep growing, and keep becoming the best you can be.